Hi, I'm Laura Zam, and this is Sexual Healing Central. Today we are here with Ben Rousseau, who is an acclaimed designer, who is going to teach us and tell us how we can turn our bedrooms into a love and healing sanctuary. Hi, Ben. Welcome. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much for having me. How are you today? I'm great, and I'm very, very thrilled to have you here. Can you introduce yourself to us? Yeah, I'm Ben Russo, and I use modern design and technology to light up people's lives and homes while saving the planet. Can you say more about the saving the planet part? That's really, really so interesting. Well, as a designer, I feel you know huge responsibility to help do my part in educating clients in purchasing and using equipment and materials in a home. I mean, I have an interior design business, and I also design high-end luxury products. Um, in the background here, you will see an illuminated timepiece, and uh, I'm trying to make that as energy efficient and as made from as much recycled parts as I can. So I, I found a material which is made from recycled plastic taken out of the ocean. They melt it down into sheet material, which I can then cut for my electronics to sit in. Then I use recycled glass for the fascia. So it's going to be over 50% recycled components. The aluminium is recycled. And for me, it's very important that uh, we're doing everything we can to ensure that we look after our amazing planet. And so as a designer, I'm trying to do everything I can to make sure my products and my materials are as ecologically friendly and sustainable as possible. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about all of these environmental issues that they could also be framed in a sexual healing context in terms of the abuse of the planet and and the way that you know people even use words like you know like assault or rape of of um, you know of the planet and and looking at right what is that how do we prevent and how do we heal I I think that's awesome can you tell us about your chair because it's <laughs> it's so delightful and I just want everybody to know about it thank you well, this is the bubble chair um, as a designer I've always been fascinated by the 1970s view of the future. So in the 70s, they had this, I don't know, programs like the Jetsons or you know, a favorite film of mine, Blade Runner, which was set in the 2020, which would actually be this year. And actually people, you know, there's flying cars and stuff and this vision of what things look like from the 70s and 80s. You know, we haven't quite got there, but effectively the bubble chair, which designed in the 1970s by Aero Enio, Finnish designer, and it was the most futuristic thing then, I thought. It's one of the most iconic pieces of furniture. This is an, it's a chair with a metal ring and then an acrylic bubble. They're actually quite small and I can't fit in them. So as a lighting designer and an engineer and a creative, I designed my own version that had lighting all the way around the, the edges of this. And then I created an artwork formed chair so it all illuminates with this beautiful artwork and it had a fur cushion inside and they're absolutely incredible but they're incredibly difficult to make and you get a failure rate of you know maybe one in three fails because of the way the material stretches and it, it's very expensive to produce and I wanted to make my own version that was commercially viable that was bulletproof it could go in a hotel or could go in a bedroom or you know kids can climb on it and it's not going to be damaged so it's a bit more affordable so this this chair is designed to use metal profiles that create the form of the bubble of the chair. And 
what the feeling I wanted to incorporate is this beautiful feeling of protection and mm. encompassment that you sit in. So you feel very protected, but you feel open. So you don't feel like claustrophobic in any way, but you do feel a sense of protection. And it's something until you're sitting in this chair, it's very difficult to understand how that feels. Now, I designed it as a bit of a love seat. So there's enough room for my wife to kind of sit cozy, you know, or the, you know, the kids could sit and we could read a book together. But mainly it was designed for the enjoyment of my wife and I to be intimate together or just relax and cuddle up and be loving. You know, it's a thing of it just pushes you together in this nesting way. And it's so beautiful. So there's the aesthetic quality of a chair, which is why I designed it. But the experience of using the chair and being in the chair is hugely important. And first of all, this one is a hanging chair, so I can rock backwards and forwards, I can swing around, but it has a chain connected to the ceiling. And most people don't actually have the ability to do that. So I've designed another one which has a leg because everybody has a floor. So I can I can offer chairs in this any color. So this one is in a beautiful fuchsia metallic pink um, so it's striking in the sunlight normally when the sun's in the right place I get these beautiful shimmers of sparkle and on the chair and then I do these customizable cushions which this one is meant for my the male audience because this is meant to look like a sports car so in fact I'm going to try and show you that there's a beautiful detail of the quilted leather which is reminiscent of like a Bentley or a Rolls-Royce I've designed a furry one, a beautiful furry cushion, which is much more Barbarella kind of tactile. But from a design point of view, it's to kind of nest you, protect you. Right. Beautiful, even if you're not sitting in it, and have a lovely kind of feel about it of beautiful luxury materials. Um, so a bit That's of a long-winded answer, but uh, there's a lot involved in a chair like this. So I'm very of proud course. to tell you all about it. Well, you know what? It makes me think that... Um First of all, I'd love for people to know and I'll have information so people can uh, look at your website and uh, and they can see if one of these chairs might be able to fit in their home and if that, that would work for them. But I, I really want to touch upon what you just said, which is that cocoon effect. And um, we'll jump into some other tips in a moment, but I, I just want to uh, continue that conversation for a, a moment. How can people create that if they're, let's say they don't have your chair? How This is so important, especially if people have anxiety, depression, some kinds of trauma, past experiences, this need to feel safe and to be able to do that from a design perspective uh, and, you know, using whatever you have in your home. Talk to us about how people can create that. You know, I, I work with various levels of client and, you know, budgets, but, you know, doing things on a simple, simple level, you know, everyone's got a bed. Let's say there's a, you know, a bed is the, the main sanctuary and simple things like some beautiful cushions, uh, like on the back, you can see, sorry, I'm in mirror image. So, but you can see multiple rows of cushions and throws and little pillows just help bring a sense of kind of, you know, more volume, I would say, in, in, in the bed. And that, that can kind of protect you or you and your partner. And with some throws and some different materials, so there's a tactility of, yeah, material feeling. So, you know, whether it's a kind of fake fur, you know, so something that's very soft and cosy, or it could be, you know, so you've got more, let's say, the, the white cotton sheets or something that's kind of very 
you know, you you know, you know, when you go into a hotel, you stay in a hotel and you've just got the fresh sheets and there's something about getting into that new bed and you're like, you know, so having some nice sheets on the bed, some lovely cushions, some pillows that, you know, they don't have to be expensive. They can be very inexpensive, but they're just soft. And by volume of creating a few of them in different layers with some different materials, it just gives this sense of coziness. And I think that's very special in terms of making a cozy protective kind of environment because you can wrap up in these pillows if you're having a cuddle you just feel very secure you're protected it's very soft but there's a lot of volume so you kind of feel that it's all around you you know okay from my bedroom I've created this huge sorry I'm back to front so just created the huge headboard which is basically little suede panels I mean they were they were very inexpensive I mean I bought them I don't know whether it was a Walmart or something, but these suede panels were inexpensive. I put the lighting detail around for a bit of ambience, but it's it, just a simple way of dressing a bedroom for a budget. You know, I, I we spent our money on the house. I had no budget left to do the inside. So, you know, I've, I, and as most people do, you're going to spend the money on getting your the walls and your roof as much as you can get or your land. And then the interior kind of comes to whatever you can do. And, you know, I had to be clever doing what I'm doing and so this is that's some simple ways you know using throws and some pillows and just creating volume in a, a bed or a space and you could do that with a, a big armchair or a sofa but it then it kind of actually naturally forces you into a kind of intimacy of kind of being together you know you can wrap yourself around your partner and you have a nice big cuddle there's nothing like a lovely cozy cuddle and I just think by lots of cushions they're easy to kind of you know, nudge, nuzzle into. Does that make sense? So it does. Feel- and you know what? What I I stumbled upon. It's so basic, but uh, it was a big light bulb moment for me, which was I got some uh, cushion that was fur covered, and I realized when I was kind of just getting cozy with my cushion, you know, just having a, a you know like a, a little nap, I realized that it was the emotionally psychologically it was like huddling with a uh, um, a stuffed animal it was the same material and i would not necessarily get a stuffed animal to you know to cuddle with at this point in my life i might feel uncomfortable or just say oh you know i don't really want that aesthetic in my house but you can get the same effect by doing you know by finding these things and 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 even being fully acknowledging to yourself this is what I need I need to have like a furry thing like my like that furry blanket I used to have when I was two this is a way to do it Ben can you tell us a little bit about yourself about how you got into design for sure absolutely well I um you might notice my British accent and um I was lucky enough to grow up in Colchester which is England's very oldest town and it's where the Romans came to invade uh the country and Queen Boadicea defeated the Romans we had this beautiful old castle it was a thousand years old but as a kid I just wasn't interested in history and I wanted to shape the future and that was with design and I loved James Bond, I loved Star Wars, I loved these beautiful environments, and I knew from then it, that was where I wanted to go, creating these futuristic environments somehow. And so I went on to study film special effects, and that's that's kind of where I got into it. And I set my business up at 24 um, with the sole intention of creating the very coolest interiors and interior products. So I ask all my guests, Ben, this question. The question is, what does sexual healing mean to you? Well, 
I think sexual healing, you know, is, I, I almost think of it in a different way. And I think of, I'm trying to prevent anything before there's a need to heal. I kind of think that I'm very conscious that, you know, I create environments like this for me and my wife to enjoy and share. And I want our sexual relationship to continue to be healthy and strong. And I invest time and I'm consideration in making her feel special. My wife, I treat her like a princess. You know, if I was going to enter an agreement of marriage with my wife, who's you know literally one of my best friends, if not my very best friend, you know, I want to make sure she's always treated special. We have a very physical relationship. We're very active. I'm very active. Um, and I want to make sure that she at all times feels like a lady as I need have needs to feel like a man and I want to do that in a way that's respectful but fun and you know is special um is intimate you know we feel happy and healthy and so there's almost I think that and I don't mean to take this in the wrong way I don't want to have to need healing I kind of want to make sure that my the way I do things prevents a need to go to healing so I'm you know I, I create environments for people to enjoy and to nurture their relationships. And I almost think, you know, how I, and the reason I was interested to talk to you and to kind of share my side is just, you know, to share my view. And it's only my view and it's not a right or a wrong view. It's my view and it's how I think I could help and offer people as, you know, uh, offer a little advice as to how to create beautiful environments that people can enjoy, that you could enjoy, I could enjoy. You know, I'm not doing it just for my wife. I'm doing it for me to enjoy with my wife. So, you know, there's, you could, you know, whatever you do, it's much more fun to share something. If I'm sharing it to be intimate and have a sexy, sexy evening with my wife, you know, then it's like there's there's a way of doing it, setting up the room, you know, with the candles. So just the smell of the room is beautiful. It's kind of erotic. And I would like to then, you know, set up a, the, it, for me, it always starts with, I would make a meal for my wife, set the bath up for her, just wanted to interject a small point here, and this is just how important it is what you were saying about how the nurturing is part of the prevention. Is that, and I just think that we don't talk about this enough. Often it's very like cut and dry. Don't, especially when we're talking to men, right? Or people who we think might be perpetrators, just don't do that. And but we're not tell, we're not necessarily teaching people how do we nurture ourselves? How do we nurture somebody else? How do we create ways for us to um, to really you know find that that beautiful healing kind of energy and um, and sumptuous energy and uh, uh, pleasurable energy so that there nothing bad does happen. I love that. You know, I think there's a maybe it's not education well yeah education people just need to learn people don't just know these things you know people can discover tips from other people you know there's just a way of you know I know some things but actually someone else might give me some advice as to oh you know what you know this you should try this and it's like oh wow of course I should try that but I hadn't thought about that because my mind's thinking about these things so yes we need to educate we need to help each other and I think in the world we live in now communication with social media zooms everything we can communicate you know we can communicate we can ask some advice from someone we don't have to be shy and if we are shy we can do that privately it doesn't have to be public knowledge that this person has asked a question i mean there are ways to communicate it's a phone call it's a video it's a text message you know i would hope that people now can feel even more accessible to information 
and someone friendly at the end of the line. You know, people, you know, with suicide, with all sorts of things. You know, I've lost friends. As you know, there's there's all sorts of pressures in the daily world, and it's horrendous. So we need help. We need to reach out. And if you even have an you know, guess that someone's suffering or you know, you know, having some issues upstairs, you know, help them out. Reach out and say, hey, is there something we can do to help? What it? I love that. Yeah, all of that. The, you know, it's like it's like kindness. You know, and I love that the way that we're um, the your work is really translating to me kindness and love into something physical and tactile, and you know, through through design. Okay, so let's continue what you were just saying because I just want to make sure everybody has it and they have a a, a really clear context because. How can we create this, let's say, you know, make our bedroom into this fantastic, healing, loving environment? We talked about finding this cozy area, perhaps. So what else could people do, especially, let's say, that they want to set the mood, right, for some kind of romance? Mood, you know, mood is the, is the key. And so from as a designer, you know, I, I had this obsession with lighting and how it affects a space and from beginning of kind of lighting in film sets and then to lighting in stages and events and stuff lighting just is so important so for me setting the tone with the lighting it starts off for me I would organize a beautiful meal with my wife while she's finishing up or I'm you know I would go and set the bedroom I set the lighting in the bathroom very low lighting some candles I think people often don't take the time. Maybe they'll say, oh, I'll take a bath, but they don't necessarily take the time to light the candles. Right. This is the most important thing. And I struggle with it. My wife struggles with it. We're all busier than we've ever been. And we have to kind of go, right, tonight we're committing to some time. The kids are going to be taken care of with the nanny, or we're going to put them on a film downstairs if we can't arrange a nanny. Put them on a film downstairs with some popcorn. It's mummy and daddy having some time. You kids, here's some sweet, here's some ice cream, whatever it needs. We're having some time to go to ourselves, watch the film, two-hour window, let's say. You bought yourself a two-hour window. I would go upstairs, set the lighting in the bathroom because I want my wife to just relax. And it's just okay. She's had a meal. It's, you know, she she is she just is delighted when I cook. She cooks more often, and it's 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 that's the first sign of effort for me. So I make the effort. Beautiful meal, nice glass of cold wine um, or red if you know you, you prefer that. Set, go up, set the bathroom. Some candles. Candles are cheap. They can be little tiny tea lights. They just give off a beautiful low ambience. And so even if you have no other special lighting, just some candles. Lots of little candles is great. That that's really looks good. And then one or two or maybe just one really nice scented candle which you know spend a little money whether that's kind of $20 to kind of 50 60 dollars you know that's that could be expensive for some people but you can get a scented candle that's nice that sets the tone nice big deep bath some bubbles some oil something in it so just set make sure the bathroom's clean as well make sure that it's nice and spacious and she can relax big fluffy towels ready for her to get out nice and warm so she can have a nice bath and then it's also set the bedroom. So again, some low lighting in the bedroom. For me, I have these lovely dark walls that kind of absorb the daylight in the daytime. And they kind of feel like they radiate that light even in the evening. So at the kind of low evening, kind of 7 p.m., sunlight's gone in. You might be on the sort of starting to get some moonlight, but low level lighting. So 
For me, setting the mood is using layers of light. I would turn off the overhead lighting. So there's never any overhead lighting, shadows under the eyes that doesn't look too attractive. <laughs> Wall lighting, under lighting, you know, the details in the bed. Sorry, I'll get it right in a minute. But the, you know, ambience around in some details and areas. Now, if you're not lucky enough to have, you know, an interior with a few bits, you know, a bedside lamp, you know, with a low bulb. So, you know, the, the wattage of the bulb is kind of like 40 watts or something so it's a nice kind of buttery yellowy warm friendly kind of glow you don't want a sharp white or you know in the kind of spectrum let's go you know I'm not going to get too technical but you want a warmer light around the bedroom so that it feels nice and ambient some candles are always good because you get a little bit of light but it's good for some intimacy and just something with candlelight feels romantic and yes. it works. It's the level of lighting. So when everyone talks about romance, you do think of candles I, I, and people should because it's such a beautiful romantic light. You know, you've got the, the flames dancing. You know, there's something romantic about little flames dancing in the light. And I think if you're, you know, with your partner, it's a lovely thing to kind of see the candlelight flickering in someone's eyes, you know. What about colored light bulbs, that kind of thing? Do you, is that something that you, you can layer or you think it's, um, it's nicer to have a, an incandescent bulb or something? Totally, totally honest that just warm, soft lighting and with a white, warm, soft. So it's almost a kind of more of a, a warmer, buttery, yellowy light, but, mm -hmm. but it's still warm. It's still a white light, I think. Unless, you know, you might, like I've got on the wall, uh, God, I can't do the back-to-front hands. The clock, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's it's coloured for a reason because it's you know it's a it's a statement piece. Um, but I think natural, you know, warm white lights is just you know a bit more better. You know, some some people would associate a red light, for instance, and it kind of can look a bit kind of sleazy or. It, but it also can give quite a nice, deep, rich light. You know, a coloured light like a blue or something is actually colder and feels a little kind of, mm -hmm. it almost clashes. And I just think a white light with a bit of warmth to it is the perfect setting. You know, she's got a nice dress on, whether it's, um, you know, it, it brings out the colour in her dress enough or her eyes or his eyes, whatever it might whatever. be. Whatever, you know, some your partner you know, might be any gender, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. exactly. So it's kind of natural, you know, the natural coloured light is just the best. I, I just, I, and it's keeping it simple, you know. I would like to be talking to a customer, you know, on, on both ends of the spectrum. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, with the candles and the way we do things, it's as, it's all about the effort that you put in mm. and just creating that, that time for her. Let her have the bath, you know, have a long bath, and she comes out of the bath, you know, maybe even just put some towels on the floor and a piece for her face, give her a lovely massage with some oils and give her time, you know, start on her feet so that, you know, the feet are just such a sensitive space. And if you take her out of the stress of the world with touch, you know, I like to think I've got big, strong hands. You know, I've been a boxer for many years. I work with my hands. I build stuff. But, you know, and my wife loves my massage. You know, I have big, strong you know, hands and it's it's an intimate thing and I love it. And it's it sets the tone because then she disappears out of the corporate life world into a relaxed mode. And then I know I've got her. This is my time. So I, you know, I'm setting the tone. <laughs> the massage that. is another part. And then, you know, whatever kind of happens tends to naturally happen, whether that's some soft music, a little, you know, something a little racy, whatever, whatever it is that you kind of get involved in. But the starting process, it needs to be she sees that I've made the time and the effort and the setup 
it's clean, it's nice, it smells lovely, the tactile soft materials. And then it's kind of the next step of it is so much easier to naturally fall into something really kind of meaningful and purposeful. And then, uh, yeah, and then you get a knock on the door and the children are kind of, the films run out. (laughs) You know what I mean? First of all, there's so many great tips here that people might not think about or take the time for in terms of how you layer this aesthetic, how you layer an aesthetic that is going to make ourselves and make our our partners feel cared for, um, feel beautiful, feel like you're in a beautiful environment. All these things are really so important. And I think um, I, I love just breaking it down, having your expertise in that. But what I love as well is it, it harkens back to this idea of, of feeling cared for and how and making another person feel cared for through these aesthetic choices. And I, I just want to point out some of my listeners are don't have a partner and and that's okay. I, I really in my own work and I, I know I'm sure you work with many clients who live alone, take exactly the same amount of effort, more effort. Do this for yourself. Take the time when you're going into your own bedroom, light those candles, get really fantastic lighting going on. It can just be one 40-watt bulb and a little lamp. Yeah. Sure. Candles. You know, candle. you could buy those little tea lights. You get hundreds of them from Amazon for a few bucks. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, your own space is about the mental world of take time to relax. It's okay to relax. I mean, I... I, I need to listen to my own advice. You know, I'm talking about this, but I we don't do it. Do. I have a problem relaxing. You know, it's I can't switch off. I feel guilty. I feel I need to be doing something. I built this beautiful furniture and chairs, and it's like, how often do I just sit here and just look out the window or read a book? It's not enough. You know, I need to you need to dedicate time to looking after yourself. Um, but uh, you know, having a bath in candlelight, reading a book. Oh, it's such a treat. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. and please do it again. If you're a single person, that's great. You know, and enjoy it for yourself as well. I do it for myself as much as my wife. I'm not trying to do this and talk about it as this is some big educational thing. It's just a nice thing to do for one person, but it's also for me because I benefit just as much as my wife does. And if she's incredibly happy, then it kind of buys me brownie points for a little while, you know, kind of. <laughs> so, um, it's it's wonderful and it's uh, I I just love this advice and are there any other things you want to add Ben that we didn't cover how a person might turn their bedroom into this healing and love sanctuary? I think um you know I think there's there's the physical thing but just you know putting things away you know okay we've got some books on the side of my bed you know just keeping things little 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 practices you know make your bed when you've got up in the morning so that when you come back in the afternoon or even in the day you know we're rushing around you come into the bedroom you always feel better if the bed is made and it just looks presentable I mean it doesn't take any effort even if you don't have lots of cushions or pillows or throws just a made bed looks far more inviting to get into and I just think just taking some little bits of simple advice to just, you know, just to help yourself. It will make you feel better. I promise you, you know, just trying to keep things a little tidy. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I mean, I, as a designer, I love minimal aesthetic, you know, there's just not much around. It's not 
you can't do that. Not with kids and a business. And I, you know, I, I, I do lots of sports. So I've got lots of kit to wear and, you know, always washing around and I've got different shoes for this and that. So it's like, my shoes are massive. My shoes, I'm six foot five. So my shoes are, they're like the size of my car. Um, but, um, you know, so I think the little tips like that, just keep things tidy. Uh-huh. They just help. Little things, you know, some little candles, things to light and smell and just have smells around that just make you feel alive or connected to nature. You know, you can have a, I don't know what the candle might be, but it just reminds you of a smell that you were on holiday in south of France or whatever it was. And it just, they're good memories. You know, memories are a good thing as well. Um, you know, and some little pictures, photographs of your friends, photographs of loved ones, families, a few things, you know, just simple things to just have to kind of keep you uh, happy. You know, happiness, is, uh, we all deserve to be happy. Nobody deserves, nobody shouldn't be happy. Well, I'm going to end it there because that's just absolutely perfect sentiment. And, and thank you for adding that because it's not just having the bedroom be a place where we want to make love or be intimate. It's, it's, it's all day long we want to have this sanctuary for ourselves to nurture us and our love, whatever form that is. Thank you so much, Ben. I really, really appreciated talking with you. And and there's so much, and I'll have all the information so people can go and they can see all these fantastic pictures of your chair and you've got the light behind you. I know that's also for sale and all kinds of design things that you uh, do and continue to, you know, done and continue to do. Thank you, Ben Rousseau. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and uh, I uh, wish you a wonderful day.